everybody and welcome back to the Empower Podcast. I'm your host Chloe and I hope you have all had an amazing start to February. I honestly can't believe that it's already the middle, actually it's literally almost the end of February in about a week and I don't know how we get here every single month. I swear I start off the month saying, you know, welcome back to another episode or whatever and then literally it's gone by so, so quickly. Um, But yeah, I hope you've all had an amazing February. I hope you've also enjoyed the first two episodes because speaking with Taylor the other week was honestly my favorite thing ever. And even though it was, you know, a few weeks ago, speaking with people who genuinely inspire you and who are on the same wavelength is something else entirely and really, really eye opening. And I think that sharing that conversation with her for everybody else was really motivating because she has come such a long way in like a pretty short period of time. Like she's obviously worked her butt off, but just, you know, diving into her story a little bit more is so, so good. Um, but to be completely honest, I've actually low-key been struggling a little bit the past few weeks with working. So I wanted to do a bit of a solo episode on these struggles. I was obviously going to do a lot of guest episodes, which I am still doing, but I just want to do a solo one because I thought it would be quite fun. Um, but a couple of weeks ago, I got sick. It was probably COVID, let's be real. Um, And then I went on holidays a couple of weeks after that. Then I got a really, really bad ear infection. I was in the hospital for a night. And then between recovering from everything, I've just found it a bit difficult to be getting back into work and back on track. If you didn't know, I think I mentioned this in my first episode, but I only went freelance with photography and business back in November. I think it was like the 7th of November. It was just over three months ago. So I think it's almost been four months. Um, And of course, it's amazing. You know, I love working for myself, but I don't think I was honestly mentally prepared for how difficult it might actually be. Um, In the beginning, I think I was just genuinely accepting the fact that I had left my old job. So it was a lot of excitement because I knew I didn't have to wake up each day going into a job that I really didn't like. And, you know, obviously the people I worked with were amazing, but the kind of like anxiety and even like depressive type episodes I would get thinking about going there or actually going to the job itself. It was so amazing to leave that behind and be working for myself straight out of high school. So that was honestly so, so amazing. But launching into actually, you know, becoming full-time in business was also super weird because I was so used to trying to squeeze business work into my daily life. And now I had all this time to actually be working like effectively and efficiently um obviously when I was still at my old job and when I was in school I was balancing everything obviously you know school six seven hours a day then I'd have shifts after school into the night then I would you know go to the gym sometimes or have homework to do and then coming out of that I was like honestly what is happening because I would go from having almost no time some days like trying to edit shoots in you know a class or something to having like a full day of being able to do whatever I wanted and that was just so so weird because you know coming from having no time at all to actually having you know a full day to work on my business was really weird and I felt like I wasn't you know kind of living up to the standard of how much I should be achieving each day and you know even only 3 4 months in i'm still struggling with that and i still haven't found a balance but i want to kind of chat about it because i think it's really important people who are going freelance in their career or going full time in business or are leaving an old job 
it's actually difficult. And I don't think really anybody spoke about the struggles, you know, that comes with being your own boss and working for yourself. And so I, I kind of just wanted to open up about it and about the fact that it's normal and okay to feel this way. Um, and over the months, I think it's just kind of been snowballing. You know, sometimes I find it difficult to get out of bed or find motivation or inspiration or, you know, know when to switch off from my phone because obviously my job is really heavily technology based. I'm always on my laptop or always on my phone. So actually kind of finding the balance between home life and work life and when I should be switching off has been so, so difficult. What I was saying was the act of actually picking up a self-help book and reading it and implementing the suggestions into your life is something else entirely because it is so, so difficult to hear the things you should be doing and then actually implementing implementing them daily into your life to you know become a better person or do the work you want to do or achieve the life you want to achieve. And it can be really difficult and I think that not enough people are kind of speaking about it because I had this, I guess, false expectation as to what I would be going into um, working from home or working for myself and now I'm just kind of like, what is happening? And I felt like I needed assistance, you know, and even some days I think I still do, but chatting about it is always a good idea and... It's just so important to remember that you are not alone in, you know, whatever you're doing or whatever you're going through. Um, And that is what I'm here to chat about today. So keep listening. If you're wanting to hear more about it, I'm really excited to have a little bit of an eye-opening conversation. I saw a quote like a few weeks once ago, I don't remember, and I think it was for people dealing with specifically like anxiety or depression. And it's basically the same idea that said when a person is, you know, dealing with these things, small steps are the big steps. If you can't get yourself to have a shower, you know, simply just wash your face. If you can't bring yourself to eat a proper meal, have a glass of water and, you know, a piece of fruit or If you can't do a workout, but you're feeling like you want to move your body, just go for a walk down the street and, you know, come back up to your house or whatever, which honestly I love and think it's so important to remember because for me, especially, I think that when I am kind of in these moods of like a creative rut or feeling uninspired or deflated or feeling like I can't get out of bed or, you know, this day is much more difficult than yesterday or what I think tomorrow will be. It's kind of that idea and remembering that, you know, even if you're accomplishing something so, so small, that's still a win for the day. And, you know, even if the only thing you do today is make your bed or, you know, the only thing you do is, you know, water your plants, every single thing is counting into something much, much bigger. So when, you know, you get to tomorrow and you're feeling slightly better, you have already done something yesterday that you were grateful for. Or, you know, when you go to bed at night, you don't have to think, oh, you know, I didn't, you know, get back to this client or I didn't, you know, go to my photo shoot or I didn't get the invoices done I wanted to get done. You can go to bed knowing that you still accomplish something, even if it's, you know, a tiny act. But that is so important to remember. And I love that so much because, you know, in a time where hustle culture is such like a big thing and people are putting all these false expectations onto thinking that you need to, you know, be creating so much in one day or doing, you know, X amount of tasks and 
they think that, you know, working until you literally drop is the idea of, you know, how you should be or how work should be. That is so, so false. And actually taking a step back and realizing that, you know, the small things do count. And even, yeah, the small act that you do today is beneficial for you, regardless of whether, you know, you accomplished the big task that you wanted to do. So I think that is one of the really important things to remember that small tasks are big tasks. They all lead up to one big step and that that is the you know real world. That's where we live in. You're not the only one experiencing these thoughts or these ideas because I can guarantee that you know the people you're surrounding yourself with or the people that are around you or the people you work with are also having these feelings or they've had these feelings before or they're going to experience them at some point. So don't get in your head and don't have the idea that you have to do a huge amount of, you know, work or amount of tasks in one day because small steps are also big steps. I also think that a lot of these feelings also occur when you're dealing with burnout, whether that's creatively or otherwise, these feelings are felt by everybody at some point. As a creative myself, I feel like I kind of go through these stages frequently I'd say because I use a lot of creative energy on you know certain projects or certain shoots or you know certain parts of my work um so I feel like I kind of experience burnout a lot more than I used to especially now that I you know do it full time but even I know when I was working at my old job or when I didn't have that many shoots booked for a week or for a month I was kind of still feeling it because you kind of do get the idea that you're not accomplishing what you should be accomplishing but I think the moment you're finding it harder to get up in the mornings or feel like you're slowly developing the symptoms of burnout is when it's important to start doing the things for yourself because if you just kind of let it snowball and let yourself slowly be overtaken or overrun by you know the symptoms of a burnout That is when it gets too much because you are slowly wearing yourself down and you shouldn't be doing that because it's not selfish to actually take time for yourself. And I think that is key to remember. You are the most important person. And if you're not feeling yourself or feeling like you can't show up for yourself, how can you expect to show up for other people? Because that is the true reality. If you are feeling like crap, you can't expect to go out with friends and feel great because you yourself deep down know you aren't feeling ideally so even finding one hour or even 30 minutes a day to invest time into doing something you actually enjoy is key you know even if it's a workout or painting reading gardening even if you use that time to take a nap you know it doesn't have to be productive but as long as it's for you then you can't lose because you are doing something your future self will thank you for and if You're kind of building these tasks up each day, you know, even if you take 30 minutes a day or 20 minutes or, you know, heck, even 10 minutes, you are slowly building those goals and those dreams for yourself and, you know, kind of reminding yourself that you are important because if you, you know, like I said, if you can't show up for you, you can't expect to show up for other people. And the moment you start to doubt yourself or feel like you can't do these things is the moment that it kind of starts to turn to crap and you start to feel your worst. Because, you know, I know from experience when I'm running myself down more often than not, or if I'm not taking time to recuperate, 
and I feel like I'm constantly kind of, you know, on the run or burning out, I just end up feeling deflated and it takes me much longer to recover from those feelings of burnout. Um, coming back to feeling yourself and not experiencing symptoms of burnout, I think idolizing yourself and your day-to-day life is amazing and somewhat life-changing. If you wake up with the idea that you are kind of, you know, the main character and truly living your best life, remind yourself that you are here for a reason and that everything you do is important and that you are working towards your dream life and the life you want to be living. I myself sometimes think the difference between having a good day or having a crappy day is actually just kind of making the conscious decision to the making the conscious decision of the type of day that I want to have so if I'm feeling upset about a client or my work or a relationship in my life and I think I just don't want to deal with this day you know I can make the decision to lie in bed or I can make the decision to do something beneficial for myself you know I love driving and blasting music that is literally my therapy even you know you know when you arrive back home or arrive at your destination and you just sit in the car for an extra 20 minutes just listening to music that is my love so I will you know drive with no destination and just enjoy the fact that I'm able to do this Um, or I'll do one small thing for my business like make a reel for you know for my Instagram or send an invoice to a client or just something that when I get to the end of the day I'll be able to say oh at least I did this task today and even if it's not something necessarily productive it's still benefiting you in some kind of way because you know like my driving if that's the only thing I actually do and it doesn't necessarily obviously benefit my work life it does benefit my personal one because in taking that drive, I took time for myself and to recuperate with my thoughts and enjoy being alone. And that is really big for me. I kind of love my alone time and I love being independent and kind of just doing my own thing. So when I feel even, for example, like, you know, when you feel burnt out after spending so much time out socially, if I'm at a party, which honestly, who am I kidding? I don't even really go to. But if I have spent a whole weekend socializing with friends or being around a lot of family, when I kind of can take the time to be myself and be with myself, that is when I am able to kind of feel my best because I can take the time for me and to recuperate, recharge my social battery and kind of just do the things that I enjoy doing for myself. Um, Because then when, you know, you do come back to needing to be social or needing to come back to work, you can do so knowing that you have taken the time for you. And that always is such a huge, huge benefit. Also, I just wanted to say, I think we live in a time where we are expected to be so, so present in terms of technology and messaging and being in touch with people all the time. And when I feel like I'm being kind of not forced but I feel like I need to be so present and so on top of everything one of my favorite things to do is literally just put your phone on do not disturb and leave it like that for as long as possible because if I'm trying to do work or I'm trying to kind of get away from uh, you know socializing or people in general you don't feel like you are always having to be right there at any given time because, you know, your notifications aren't coming through. And actually, I love that so much. Even when I go to bed at night, I put it on Do Not Disturb because then I don't feel like I'm, you know, waiting to hear back from anybody because then I can also wake up the next day and, you know, it kind of feels like you weren't gone in a sense that you weren't missing out on anything. 
So even trying to put your phone on do not disturb and disconnecting from social media or clients or work life or personal life is honestly the best thing. I'm telling you, you need to go on a drive with your favorite music and put your phone on do not disturb and literally just, you know, live it and love it. And it'll be so, so amazing. I also just kind of wanted to touch on creative burnout because obviously I'm a photographer and I do a lot of creative work. Um, But I find that creative burnout is such a difficult thing to deal with. I cannot tell you the amount of time I guess I have lost kind of in the sense that I feel like I can't create or I feel like I can't show up as a creator or, you know, just even you know, coming to shoots or planning new shoots or taking on board new clients, I find it sometimes really, really difficult to be, you know, creating outside of that workload. For example, obviously, you know, when I book in shoots, amazing. I love them working with um, models or other creatives or business women or anything like that. That is amazing. And I love that. But once you kind of come home and disconnect from that I feel like is when it becomes really difficult because even for example last week on Sunday I had like a full shoot day I was gone for over 12 hours I left um before 7 30 in the morning and came home just after 7 30 at night so I had like a full day of shoots and then I had one a couple days later but that week I was just literally editing the whole week and I feel like that was when I really really struggled because My main task for the week was to get through, you know, five galleries, I think it was, but um, waking up each day and obviously, you know, I can't complain in the sense that I do love it and I love that I get to work for myself, but then I felt like everything else was kind of put on the back end and like nothing else was getting my attention because all I was focusing on was getting those client galleries ready. And in my head, I was like, oh yeah, I can do this in, you know, like two, three days tops. It got to Friday and you know, I was just finishing my final one, which I'm glad I did get done, but it was really hard to kind of set that work aside or set that mindset aside, I guess, and find other things to be focusing on because that was really all that was on my mind. You know, I'd wake up even if I was up, you know, at 7am or something, you know, sifting through all those photos and importing them and then editing them and then deciding if I, you know, actually like a certain edit or if I like the way something looks and then actually sending them off to the client, you know, getting their approval, making sure everything is smooth, doing that like four to five times. It's so, you know, time consuming. And I think that, you know, weeks like that week is when I kind of do find it the most difficult to kind of take time for myself or disconnect from work or try and focus on other things because there were things that I wanted to get done, but I just couldn't bring myself to do them and it wasn't necessarily like a lack of motivation because you know I could bring myself to still do a workout or whatever but you know kind of just actually changing my mindset and trying to you know implement certain strategies or whatever can be really really difficult because you know I didn't get those things done but reminding myself that okay I got those galleries edited I sent them off to my clients they were happy Now, you know, I could kind of have a weekend to recharge and recuperate and then, you know, coming back into this new week, I can be like, okay, these are the things that I want to accomplish and these are the things I want to do. So kind of just reminding yourself that it's okay to be slower and it's okay to not necessarily 
be where you want to be, you know, on certain days of the week or at certain times of your life. It is okay to take that little bit longer. You do have time and you do have, you know, the patience and the skill or, you know, whatever it is, you have it all. It's just a matter of actually being able to implement it into your life and reminding yourself that it's okay to be slow and it's okay to be different. So guys, those are some of the things I kind of wanted to just chat about today as part of the solo episode. Um, I was really yeah wanting to discuss like burnout and creative burnout and, you know, the struggles that come with working for yourself. So I hope you've enjoyed kind of listening to it. Definitely let me know if you want more episodes like this. Um, And I'll obviously, of course, do them. It's super fun to kind of just chat about whatever's on my mind at this given point um but we do also have another episode coming out shortly with taylor another taylor different to the other week um but she's also a model she is a competitive swimmer so we're chatting with her and then i also have another episode with the owner of a base skincare which is a small australian owned skincare business which i'm also really excited to chat to you guys about This one is kind of about body confidence and like self-esteem and skin and all that stuff. So I'm really um, pumped to chat about that as well. But be sure to follow along on the Empower podcast here. Let me know your thoughts. um, Leave us a review and don't forget to follow us on Instagram. And I'll be chatting to you all next week. Bye.